0: 141 951 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde 1 Super
1: Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard on the eve of Scotland taking on England. At Wembley, Stevie Clark's side have arrived in London looking to make up for Monday's disappointment Here's the big news, the manager says Kieran Tierney is fit and ready after training the last two days And there's a Tartan army invasion on the capital with fans hoping to witness what would be a famous upset I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Alex Ray, Stephen Naismith and Hugh Evans. Even I have run out of words to describe this one, Alec, crucial <laughs> Pivotal, vital,
2: have it any way you like. The bottom line is Scotland need to get something out of this game against England or it could be the end of the big picture for Steve Clarke and his players. Kieran Tierney fit and available, that'll do me. It really would be better to have him on the pitch than sitting in the stand beside the Tartan army. Now is the country's hour of need and cometh the hour cometh the man big finish Stephen go on follow that <laughs>
3: <laughs> no pressure so you no know, listen that's uh, on the eve of the big game the Tartan army are descending we have Alison and Andrew down there as well uh, representing the Radio Clyde I think everyone realises the magnitude of this game it's going to be massive and listen we're hoping for a big upset
1: Stephen Naismith you looking forward to it?
3: yeah I think the game
4: itself is a is a good one I think they can, uh, as I say the form goes out the window in this game it's a bit more um, of a Battle of Britain if you like So I think the, It was a blow the first game But I've been in so many games Where you You're not on form You're never tipped And, and the result goes your way So That's what I'm hoping for
1: now We're delighted to have you with us I'm used to staring at these two More often than I care to mention Hugh Keevens and Alex Ray We're delighted you've turned up I'm just wondering though That you You've taken your appearance On Super Scoreboard so seriously That you've chucked playing The day before <laughs> Have we got in your head What's What's the story there
4: um, No just The time was right I think it's something I have thought about, or when I get into my 30s, I did think, oh when that day comes you need to be ready for it, and probably from the new year is when I kind of started really thinking, right, is this the right time, is it not, and it just felt right, exciting opportunity to go into the kind of coaching side of it, so it all just fitted aligned at the right time.
1: Well, congratulations from us on a brilliant career, I'm sure we'll speak more about that as the show goes on. We're here until late, as you well know, 01419511025. How are you feeling ahead of tomorrow? So many questions and you need to provide the answers. Are you you optimistic? Have you started to find some optimism? What are your plans for tomorrow? Are you going down? Are you down already? Are you going to be watching up here? What about the team? That's the great debate all week long. Who should play? This is really the night where we need to nail that down because it's the last chance To have your say And don't forget Like we've done all week Every caller who makes it On air during the show Will go into the draw To win a retro Scotland top Thanks to Greaves Plus they've just got A big delivery Of the 96 home top Just in time For tomorrow's game So pick up the phone And let us know How you're feeling 01419511025 Hugh you'll have seen Many episodes Of this famous fixture Significant about this one
2: Well For me It is pivotal Um, If we don't get anything Out of the game at Wembley Then I'm very much afraid That we are Odds against uh, Getting out of Group D And going into the latter stages We need to get something It is not impossible To get something We have Very rarely played England at Wembley In the last 20 years uh, But We have the players And Tierney's return Would be Vital Because It minimises the changes that Stevie Clark needs to make and I think it would just send a confidence boost throughout the entire team and squad
1: Yeah we're down with the England camp down there at uh, the Scotland camp I should say down at Wembley so we'll let you hear from Stevie Clark he's just finishing off his media conference just now and I'll let you hear that very soon but that's the headline news I'm not going to wait on that one Stephen we're going to get that out there nice and early Kieran Tierney according to the manager is fit and ready how important is that?
4: He's really important just he leads by example on the pitch but. He brings so much more. I think he, he's very good at judging when he risks going into the middle of the park, getting being an extra man, having an overload. He's very good at that. And um, I think in the recent games him and Robo played together, they, they it suited them. They they have a good understanding. So he's vital in that respect, I think, in the first game. The centre half's played as a back three, defensive was their job and defensive their duty. Whereas, as I said, Kieran brings in a big more of a midfield and a drive going forward. So it'll be massive, a massive boost. Hopefully is fine Because it's obviously A muscle injury That's kept them out Which you really don't You need to be sure of Before you get into the game
3: We said last night Gordon if he was 60-70% fit Would we play him? Would he be risked? Uh, I think it's great news I think Stephen makes A very valid point uh, I think the three centre-halves That other night Are very They were very Kind of comfortable In where they were But they weren't taking any risk They weren't stepping forward Which allows you To then engage the midfield Because you take out uh, The England uh, Centre-forwards and then you can then start picking pants He start getting Robertson down that left hand side Get him more advanced I think in the first half of the game the other night I thought he was one of the standout players down that left hand side And we need these top players to be at the top of their game If we're going to get anything from this game
1: Well 1419511025 Pick up the phone, let us know how you're feeling How you see the team lining up That's been a great debate all week It now looks like Kieran Tierney is fit I assume he comes back into everybody's team Hugh, that'll oh, be the yeah. one that there's no debate about Yeah, absolutely no debate He was sorely missed Against the Czech Republic at Hampden
2: And as I say I think he would just spread Joy throughout the whole squad And indeed the Tartan army Who have travelled to London uh, If he were to start the match And you know, like Andrew Robertson He has that ability uh, You know, it's all about self-belief Self-confidence where he's concerned Like Robertson Uh, And he would just Send that surging through the team?
3: I don't think he'll be overawed in any way. I get the impression, when I mean, down to England, uh, you know, You listen to the Arsenal manager, um, you listen to the supporters, and you think this guy's a future captain. So he'll go there knowing all this personnel. He plays against them on a weekly basis, and I think he can kind of drive the team forward. He's
4: also played in big, big games. Do you know what I mean? The pressure of playing at the old form alone standing in good stead for these type of games. So he, he brings so much to the team he needs to be playing.
1: Uh, from memory, Stephen, you. Watched from the bench both in the 3 0 defeat at Wembley and the 2 the 2 draw at, at Hamden, is that right? Yeah, yeah. What are your, your memories of those occasions? Obviously, the memories of the two goals Griff puts yeah. in.
4: Have you ever incredible. seen anything like
1: that? I mean, we're fortunate enough to go and kind of work at games and so on, maybe Old Firm and, and Cup finals, whatever. That's just always stuck. With, I, I just can't really remember a stadium going as absolutely that mental that, as that. Because I think
4: when the first one goes in, you go, yeah, but the second one was slightly further away and you're thinking, Can I do this again? Can I not? And then and before you know it, it's hit the back mm-hmm. of the net and it's we've got ourselves right back in the game. So it was it was incredible. But we've gave a good account of ourselves a lot of times in the game. The game, the three two game Kenny scores a great yep. goal for the edge of the box as well. So that's what gives me hope. We've got, we're probably a better squad now than we were on the occasions. Mm-hmm.
1: You've seen both sides of it then though, because that two two draw the couple of months before Hugh and I were down, that was the 3 0 Defeat at Wembley So that's where we go this time How, how significant is the, the Wembley factor? It'll play a
4: part But we've got to think That it's going to make them Hopefully nervous There's a lot of expectation True. on them So that part makes them nervous They have the ability to Destroy teams They've got match winners mm-hmm. All over the pitch In terms of the forward area So you need to be cautious of that But it's what we do really As much mm-hmm. as what they how they play
3: Yeah listen I'm, I'm looking forward to it uh, We spoke about it last night When you look at the England forward line Whoever plays in defence will most certainly have to be at the top of our game because you're top and top mm-hmm. class players, mm-hmm. match winners, Mason Mount, Harry Kane. Raheem Sterling You've got Rashford still To come into the mix Grealish So you know They are household Sanchez uh, as well uh, Yeah well, no, don't, Let's just don't mention <laughs> no. that So we've got guys uh, But the thing is, is, is As I said earlier We need to be at the top of your game If we're going to get yeah. anything And Hugh spoke about it The importance of getting something Yeah I would take a draw right now Gordon Because yeah. it gives <laughs> so you think, that. <laughs> get you a fighting chance And I'm trying to be realistic I'm trying to belt beat about you know the Getting a positive result there Because If we can do that Get into the game uh, Was it Monday next Monday is it? Tuesday Tuesday. So we go into the game Next Tuesday And you think to yourself Beat an aging Croatia team Alec There's a magical
2: equation here Croatia play the Czech Republic Before Before we kick off Uh, If Croatia Beat the Czech Republic And we beat England Four teams All on three points Going into the last round of matches There's the master plan
1: I don't think I like the sound of that Uh, Right let's see what Gary's got on the line Gary is in Blantyre. Take it away Gary
5: Hi Gordon Hi lads now the point is, i I've not listening to the English media, I work in England, um, I'm actually driving up the road at the minute, just, well, I've stopped, I'm driving up the road uh, for getting tomorrow just so I'm not in England for the game. Um, <laughs> right. but the English media seem to think, the English media seem to think that um, Scotland tomorrow are going to sit back and play on the break, because if we go toe-to-toe then they'll be a better player and they'll beat us. Yeah, but, uh, my opinion is, I think we should surprise them. Um, Go out there There'll be a bit of more Attacking intent Than we did on uh, on Monday um, Bring in Gilmore, Bring in Patterson Obviously Tierney's Coming back in Which is obviously Gives that left hand side for him and Robertson A bit more impetus And, and the thing Going go, Actually just go for it Rather than Sit back and maybe Get beat um, Playing that way Actually get beat Going for it At least you went for it And you're not going out With a whimper um, But I definitely think We've got the tools And the players available Within the squad To go there And, and cause problems Um
2: And who knows Sneaker well, Gung-ho Could get you the heave-ho uh, So you have to be careful uh, And Stevie Clark Is a, a Conservative With a small c Manager uh, And You know He will understand And respect The quality That the uh, England team have At their disposal uh, So I don't think They'll go gung-ho I don't think That Patterson Will play either And uh, and I don't think that Billy Gilmer will start, but at some stage in the match, Billy Gilmer will come on. I've got a sneaky oh. for
4: one
1: of them. I've got a sneaky for Billy
4: Gilmer. I think Billy Gilmer plays. Yeah,
1: I've got a sneaky for at least one of them. Um, Why didn't he play the first one then, Stephen?
4: I think for me, knowing how he is as a character and how he's been, I think he's the one player that will have gave the manager the biggest headache about playing. Mm. He's came from nowhere, or late getting into the squad. I think it was too big a risk in the first game for the manager In terms of a big call I think now he's got a bit more to just go for it A bit of a change And he's somebody who constantly The biggest thing we all need to be is good in possession Absolutely. See when we win the ball back We need to be able to keep the ball for 4 or 5 passes Billy Gilmore brings you that
3: mm-hmm. I, I, I said this last night Gordon I felt as if Billy Gilmore was the one player You know, you look at McTominay, you look at the rest uh, Armstrong things But Billy Gilmore can actually dictate a game Even yeah. though he's so young He likes to go on the ball he, he Makes things happen and he gives good options from a deeper role And I think he's a guy that can actually keep the ball Because the one thing tomorrow is If we don't keep the ball yeah, It's, it's going Monday. to be a long shift
1: mm-hmm. Do you think, Gary I, I mean, I see all the calls we had after Monday Was, you know, we should have been a bit more on the front foot We should have gone for it We should have played this player and that player And it's all very admirable I And mean, we'd all love to, to do that Is this not a, a very different challenge though? I mean, they are one of the favourites for the tournament They've got a galaxy of attacking stars And whilst... I'm as optimistic as MD that we can go and cause a bit of a shock Can we really go in the front foot and and, and leave ourselves exposed?
5: Well, I was just, I, what I was trying to say is true I did say without being gung-ho, so I'm not saying be gung-ho ah, right. But what I'm saying is be a, bit, be a bit more attacking than we were on Monday 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 was disappointing because we did play with uh, just without Shea Adams and Dykes up front I was like, Christy Queen of Dykes um, if, on Monday, if we'd, if we'd played the correct team And and in the correct uh, um, manner Then this game wouldn't be as important um, But I, I, listen, truth talked about see the Stevie Clark Having respect for their players well, A little bit of respect for their own players They're good enough I let them play in that uh, top English league mm-hmm. um, And they're superstars in their own right So I, I watched England on Sunday And to be honest with you Apart from the first five minutes I didn't see anything to be fearful of um, We can definitely get at them but like I say, they've been gung ho. Just go out there and play a wee bit more attacking. Because again, a point, decent three points would be superb. Um, but yeah, obviously, Stevie Clark's got big decisions to make. But I just hope that they don't get do real whimper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather go there and actually try and take the game to England and, and try and show their skills rather
1: than rather than be carefully their skill. Can um, we take the game to England, Stephen?
4: in in, in moments, yes, I think. They're attacking players If you're too open They're going to destroy you The game could be over Before you even know it I think two things we need We need to be able to Keep the ball when we win it back And we need a bit of pace Two in the moments That we do break on them We get overloads We get a 2v1 Or we get guys forward That then suggest We are more attacking We've got more chance of scoring And then when the biggest mm. thing for the chicken. we need to score more goals.
3: Nancy, see so, so when you're talking about that forward area, who do you, are you talking about bringing maybe a bit more pace into the team? So, yeah, somebody can get your pitch. Would, you, exactly. b- would Ryan Fraser maybe come into that? Ryan the mix Fraser,
4: then? James A. Forrest come into that. Adams comes into that. These are guys. Adams York, is the But again, I think he plays best when he's got a, a target man beside him because then he gets running at the play uh, at defenders and comes into the game. Mm. So, I think a few of these players need to be in the team so that if we are as a deep, compact team, we can then break on them.
1: Gary. And many others this week To be fair Have said something along the lines of I want us to attack Attack a bit more Than we did on Monday Were we lacking Attacking moments on Monday Or are we or Are we now thinking that Because we didn't put the ball In the back of the net
4: Chance on chance We were as good as the checks We just didn't take our chances And they the, the boys we wanted it To fall to it, didn't they Robo Has probably the best chance In the game Dykes On his left foot Doesn't do as good as he should They're two great chances They
2: had moments of quality Two of them yeah. That we did not have The header Mm -hmm. uh, is superb, Mm -hmm. and I know there's you know Colin Henry was unimpressed by our defending of that header, but it's a superb header, and the technique involved in scoring the second goal is out of this world. They had two moments of quality, and when we needed, as in the case Mm -hmm. of Dykes, to have that display of quality, it wasn't there. Yeah,
1: Mm because Alex. In terms of you know the, the number of attacks Seemed to be where Gary was coming from. we need to attack more Do we not just need to be more efficient When we get there Because we got ourselves in yeah. positions More often than, than we have in lots of games that, yeah. that I can remember
3: Gordon, that wasn't the issue The uh, other night We created numerous chances I think we was 19 shots on target four, no, Sorry, no 19 goal, shots on yeah. goal forward on target And when I looked at that I think to myself We got into decent areas There was some good defending From the Czechs I thought they put their body on the line They yeah. got themselves in the right areas and I just think when, when you get to that level I think when you get to any level uh, here This is elite stuff You have to score the goals Gordon And, and, and I have to say the, the boy who was at Sheik the other night I thought he was absolutely terrific yeah. You know the more I saw him And I'd watched him I think I don't think he played in the games prior to that When we'd played the Czechs did he? No I, 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 it And final. so I, I, I would have picked up on him Because right away you're seeing it And you're thinking There's a bit of quality about him He moved for 40 million Yeah. So I'm saying And then, and then he'd been back to Germany won it for yeah. 25 or something So you know he's a quality player Gordon So but, but we need to do. We need to be clinical. And I'd be absolutely flabbergasted if Adams did not come into the mix. I think that was a big mistake. You now you can argue yeah. about the fullback. You can argue about Gilmore in the middle of the park to not play Adams at the top end of the pitch. For me, was a mistake. But to, about the to Gary's point, we do have
2: top-class players. We do mm. have two Champions League winners in uh, Robertson and Gilmer. We do have Tierney and McTominay and McGinn, who light up England's Premier League. Uh, so. There we have five players Now Stephen is correct And Gilmore does start the game Five big players at kickoff time
1: Gary it was nice to speak to you 0141 951 1025 Gary's in the hat for that Retro Scotland top Thanks to Greaves Sports You can join him as well If you get through to the show We've got Stuart in the noon lined up And we're going to go live to London And catch up with Alison and Andrew And find out what's going on down there You
0: are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025.
1: Clyde One, Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Stephen Naismith and Alex Ray are in the studio. We're about to speak to Stuart in the noon. We're going to hear from Stevie Clark. We're going to speak to Alison Conroy, who's been at the press conference down there in London. It is all... Happening. Let's first of all cross to our other sports reporter, Andrew McLean, who's down there at the moment. There's a bit of a Tartan army invasion going on. Andrew McLean, sum it all up for us.
6: Yeah, there has been. It's been brilliant to see today. Obviously, all the Scotland fans making their way down. And, you know, we should say at the start, we know people aren't meant to be gathering in big groups. But a lot of Scotland fans have made their way down here to London for the game. And I'm not far away from London, Euston Station, where, you know, all day, pretty much every hour, twice... Uh, an hour there's been supporters just flooding off of trains, flooding off of buses. It's been the same at the airports, I believe, as well, where fans have just been, you know, coming off. They've been on, you know, the, the saltires, they've had their kilts, they've had uh, all sorts. There's been flares, there's been drums, there's been bagpipes, all sorts. so... Uh, thousands and thousands of Scotland fans have have made their way down here and um, of course going to enjoy their night and I think a few sore heads in the morning and then they'll be back to enjoying it again tomorrow
1: Enjoy their night was like the understatement of the century I think from Andrew McLean You're right Andrew, the message from the Mayor of London and and various other quarters to remind people if they don't have a ticket or a safe place to watch it they shouldn't be travelling but I know lots of people have, have booked places and booked pubs and all the rest of it Do you just get the sense that this is An occasion that's been long, long waiting for for these Tartan Army fans, and and they couldn't miss out on it.
6: Oh yeah, I mean it's absolutely huge and the people you talk to, it's interesting as well the different sort of demographics of people you speak to, there's some guys you go up to and you know they've got all the badges, you can tell that they've been to you know every Scotland game for the past however many decades and then there's the younger generations as well who are just experiencing this for the first time and we're obviously lucky that we've got a major tournament on our doorstep and lots of people are able to make the journey and they're able to go to it and it's something that... They've never even seen it on TV before, never mind actually being able to experience it themselves. So it's been great to see. There was one guy in particular, um, you know, as I said, speaking to earlier on, a a, a real dyed-in-the-wool Tartan Army member. He was talking about that he's been to 100-plus games, and he was saying just how special he thinks this game is compared to the rest he's been to.
7: Monday was number one, but now this becomes number one. It's got to be. I'm sorry, it's got to be. I was coming down that train today and I've seen young boys and I give them wee badges welcome to the Tartan army and I, you know that welcomes them 8 year old, 9 year old, 10 year olds that gets me and that's all I want. I want these people to wear the kilt like I have for a lot of years. It's so proud. Win, lose or draw, we will be
1: there. I mean, Andrew, so many memories of games down at Wembley. Some have been memorable for the right reasons, some for the wrong reasons. Is there a is there a sense of expectation? Is it hope? How would you judge the mood of of the fans ahead of this one?
6: It's interesting because you look at it on social media after the game on Monday and the performance on Monday, and a lot of people were down and they weren't feeling great about it. And you know, you see people going, "Oh, you know, this, is, this isn't going to be great this tournament." And I think just the atmosphere down here has just reignited it and I don't know whether it's just the, the optimism, people getting wrapped up in it whether it might be the alcohol as well but everyone I've spoken to is actually really optimistic about it and there's not many people that I've spoken to that have said you know what, I think it's going to be a negative result a lot of people are saying, you know, I actually think we can we can go and we can nick a draw or maybe even nick a win so um, I think that sort of optimism is uh, is come back but Yeah, I mean, lots of other people I've been speaking to as well, young guys as well, guys that I I can relate to because I I was only three years old when... Uh, France 98, I've never actually uh, been able to sort of consciously witness Scotland in a major tournament So there's the young guys that, that I was speaking to that said they just had to be down here uh, First it was, major you know, tournament in your aye. lifetime, right. you just had to be down Was that like right? you can't miss an opportunity no, like this No, definitely not, even I mean, if you have not got tickets when well, you've, no, you've
8: no seen Scotland in a major tournament, you just can't miss it, do you know what I mean?
6: You had to book straight away as
8: well, so you can't just two weeks before say Oh you're not coming down, so uh, Even if the game happen. does they go to
6: plan yes. The fact they're watching Scotland in their tournaments. That's like, even if we can't go at the stadium and watch it, at least we're here, at a pub. So Even a draw and then a win against Croatia, you never know, we can get in, you know, we can qualify. Aye, we can...
9: That, you've got to be hopeful, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Scotland, England, it's not like yeah, any yeah, other fixture, yeah. do you know I mean?
1: And Andrew, just before we let you go, just double-checking your plans, the, the plans for the press corps. Is it bed by 8 o'clock, a bit of research ahead of the game tomorrow and, and everyone behaving themselves?
6: Of course that's it Brush up on my stats tonight I think just before I Go to bed After uh, Have some dinner Obviously just a soft drink with that Head uh, straight to bed And make sure I'm nice and fresh For the for the morning
1: Quite right Hugh Keevens. That's exactly how you used to behave On all your trips to London as well Well in my day of course We were always in bed By 8 o'clock In the morning um, I must say I, I would love to just talk About the fans a bit more But Kevin De Bruyne Has just oh, scored a fantastic <laughs> goal For Belgium Their second fantastic goal In quick succession And they've gone 2-1 on up On Denmark They're not bad
3: Listen, they're full of elite players The hand he had in the first goal, Gordon Was so impressive He fainted to shoot Skips pass and lays it on a plate And he, that was his left foot pile driver for the edge of the box it's, They've got so much talent in that team It's scary
1: Poor man's John McGinn if you ask me oh, 01419511025 <laughs> Let's bring in Stuart in Danone What's on your mind Ahead of this one tomorrow, Stuart?
9: Hi guys, how you doing? Uh, hope you are all safe and well um, Sorry, a first-time caller So I'll try and not ramble on too long You can um, ramble
1: on as long as you like, sure the <laughs>
9: uh, I had a couple of points about the previous game against the, the Czechs I know you're all going to be sick talking about it But um, the first point I obviously wanted to bring up was um, David Marshall's positioning Now I know he's been getting caned a lot Whether it be online or in the press or whatever but I think what people, at my view on it anyway is, I, I don't think he's went up there for a better view of the game. He's not went up there um, just for a laugh, essentially. He's clearly been advised by Steve Clark and the management team that this is the position you've got to take up. So I think it's pretty harsh to be um, putting the blame on David Marshall's door when I, I, I personally think that's a coaching thing. Um, my second point... Okay,
1: well, let's deal with that one first and... Maybe just maybe it'll be the last time. Right, forget the bragging rights. Forget progressing in the Euros. The reason we need to get something tomorrow so people will stop talking about whether David Marshall was off his line or not. I think this needs to be parked at some point. Stephen Naismith, until yesterday, you were a modern day footballer. You've also worked under Stevie Clark. Gives you you're gonna get the decisive say on this, right? Because we've been back and forward all week on uh, how much I to think blame he is.
4: He, it could be 5 yards too far high or whatever but a couple of points I think he thinks we're in 100% possession not going to lose the ball so he's comfortable there he doesn't expect Henry to have the shot wrong decision in my opinion to have the shot because you need to keep the, retain the ball and then it lands to the boy yes Marsh then you look at Marsh Marsh is probably too high but I agree that modern day goalies now the position is much higher than it used to be um, So he'll sit there 100% and say I shouldn't have been that high I've, I've maybe misjudged how high I am in the pitch But he's, as a team Like Stuart says He's not there just because he feels oh, I'm cocky and I'm going to be this high It's because he's trying to back the game up We're 1-0 down, they're deep in their own half If the ball comes into their half He retains it, doesn't give them an opportunity To creep and get higher up the pitch I think that. That's my take on it Um, So He'll criticise himself for but overall,
1: I wouldn't be putting the blame on him. So, you think the the reaction to his part and it's been overblown? Yeah, I would say about yeah. Yeah, Stuart, uh, what do you think? Oh yeah, I mean that that takes
9: me kind of on to my second point in relation to Jack Hendry. Um, I mean, it was only the other week when he scored against the Netherlands, we were all praising him for for getting that far up the pitch and having the shot. While I appreciate he's taken the wrong option. We didn't have Keenan Tierney, so if you're going to play that three at the back, then he's the most likely out of Cooper, Hanley, and himself to be the one that goes further forward. So again, I feel it's quite unfair to be to be caning him. Yes, he should have made a better decision and passed out to the right. But I mean, essentially, it was only the other week we were praising him for being that far up the pitch and out of the three centre backs, he's the one that you would most likely want to be progressing up the pitch. So you could argue maybe Hanley and Cooper... Could have been further back, maybe helping out when they've seen him push forward, they should be coming back. So, again, he's a young boy and I think it, it, it's pretty harsh to just because he, we're 1-0 down, he's, he's went for it. Yes, it's a wrong decision, but I, I don't think it's personally his fault.
1: What do you make of that side of it, Stephen? What lessons? Let's try and look forward. What, what lessons will we learn from that? We had Kevin Gallagher on the show last night and he felt something that was being overlooked was... The poor positioning of Hanley and Cooper in it all.
4: Likely, you're just saying there, right? It's nobody, and I agree. Henry Marshall shouldn't have been getting held, hung out to dry here. To say, oh, it's your fault. Henry makes the wrong decision. I agree. He's the one at the back three you want to step in. Literally, the wrong decision. If he goes back, he'll not do it again. He'll keep possession. And it's the, but that's the fine moments in the game that making break a game. I totally agree as well. the The other two could have been further round, but. How quickly that happens He takes a touch Runs on Hits it And before you know it The reaction time As well But it's a combination of all three mm-hmm. It's not as if one of them It's a collective it a Few wrong decisions of course
1: Right that's it This is a line in the sand Stuart Unless David Marshall Gets lobbed again tomorrow This is the last time We're going to win tomorrow And no one will care How far David Marshall Was off his line What are you thinking Ahead of tomorrow?
9: Uh, yeah Well so, I mean it's probably been um these are probably bored to death talking about it, but um, similar to a lot of the callers in previous days, um, I think you've definitely got to have a balance. We needed that in the first game. It's no disrespect to Stephen O'Donnell, but if you've got Robertson bombing up the left, you've got to have the balance on the right as well. I don't think they're going to play Trippier at left-back, but if they do, you're going to need an outlet. And Patterson, for me, I mean, it's a no-brainer that he starts. And the fact that you've brought these young boys in, and and I wouldn't be surprised if Clark didn't play them at all, play any of them. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I think tomorrow is the kind of game that suits Steve Clark and Sco- suits Scotland better. I mean, I think we're better backs to the wall, like defending. But I mean, I hope I hope there is a bit of positivity about it because we're obviously going to need an outlet. And just to throw a curveball in there, I know this is a quite a controversial um, thought process, but. I really like Kevin Nisbet. I mean, I just think what he's been through um, over the past 18 months or whatever with his... Dad passing away And the, the failed move to Birmingham And stuff like that um, I think he would have the bit between his teeth And I mean no disrespect to the other guys But he was born in Scotland I mean he, he would be the most up for it Out of any of the three strikers I think And I would like to Maybe not a start But I would certainly like to see him get an opportunity
2: I, I would like a nationalistic argument To start over who begins games for Scotland You know if you're in the squad You're in the squad because you are eligible to play for Scotland. It doesn't matter if, in the case of McTominay or Che Adams or whoever, your granny came from Ayr or Edinburgh, you are entitled to play for Scotland, eligible under international rules. So I I don't think that you start your selection of the team by saying, right, how many of them were actually born in the country? Uh, So to go back to your other point, I don't think that Patterson will play at Wembley because if you were going to play him, you'd have started him off against the Czech Republic. For me, that is a different kettle of fish altogether from facing England at Wembley. I mean, I would have played him and I said to you, Gordon, I would have played him and Gilmer at Hamden against the Czech Republic. It didn't happen. And Stephen's right. If it's going to be,
1: One of the two It'll be Gilmer tomorrow Not Patterson Uh, Alex Ray Would you start Nathan Patterson Tomorrow at Wembley Uh,
3: Yeah Listen I think he's got better Attributes Than uh, Stephen O'Donnell Uh, In all aspects I think he's a better defender I think he's better Bombing forward Better delivery into the box I just don't see him Mm. Playing And I'll tell you the reason being Steve Clark was on uh, Last night uh, Giving the show He was staunch In his defence Of Stephen O'Donnell And about how he didn't get done down that side And I think he will most certainly stick with him But if I had a chance to play Patterson Mm -hmm. I would play him So if you
1: you were the manager tomorrow You would start Nathan Patterson tomorrow?
3: I probably would But there is a serious risk And and I agree with you I said as well that I would play Patterson In the game against the Czech Republic But you are running a risk I'm talking
1: about now where we're at tomorrow
3: Listen you have to factor in as well If it's a sore one for Patterson tomorrow night It could really set him back you know by actually throwing him in at the deep end Because this is a deep end I think against the Czech Republic Was a perfect opportunity To put him in Because you want to try and take the game to the Czechs We've missed that boat And I think to throw him in tomorrow night Is a real big risk for him to do that Because if he lose it, it, if We were talking to us beforehand Nacey Remember when we were saying How the difficulty he would have Maybe recovering from it I know he's got good character You know he had the Covid issue c- Come straight in and scored within 16 seconds of A European game So this, this boy's got bottle But tomorrow night could be a gamble for him <laughs>
4: It's a, fairer, it's a fairer argument, I think, next season when he's in a fresh campaign, he's in the squad and it's a 50-50 fight. He's coming in late to try and get himself involved in a team where Sod's played since the managers came in. Do you know what I mean? Liam Palmer's been in, but the manager's stuck with Sod. So I can't see it happening. I think the manager's comfortable with the decision. Um, what would you do
1: if you were in charge now that you're...
4: Right at this moment, I, a, I wouldn't play parson just for the risk factor. If it goes bad
2: Better explain who Sod is First of all uh, Stephen O'Donnell um,
4: But if it goes bad Then it's just another argument And debate I think it's safer to play Sod There's Mm. there's bigger decisions To be made in the team Than that one for me
1: Really I mean the thing That we are bound To overlook this Because we're not privy To what goes on In the training field You, You have been Stephen We are certainly not The fans who phone in Definitely not is it worth at least just leaving a little bit of room for consideration there? Whether it's Billy Gilmore, whether it's Nathan Patterson, whether it's Kevin Nisbet, as Stuart yeah. says, Stevie Clark has seen them every day in training. Sure. Is, is, and I, People might might scoff if they've already got their predetermined opinion. Maybe Stephen O'Donnell is, is outperforming Nathan Patterson in training. Maybe Callum McGregor is outperforming Billy Gilmore in training. Maybe Lyndon Dykes is outperforming Kevin Nisbet in training. I don't feel like we give enough... Room for that possibility Because we just watch it From the outside yeah.
3: Gordon he will take in All sorts of factors He will take in The opposition as well They'll try and predict What he think They'll be the team They'll look at the positives Of England You have to factor All these into Into the play He'll have been Working on this For six, seven months
1: this what is, What's it like, like, get, the Give to us the, the, calm, in, the Inside track
4: And detailed That is what he is Detailed He's detailed And he's calm And he, he, He's not He'll not waver Because the first game I 100% the manager Will have had a, An idea of each team For each game Yes there might be a small Billy Gilmore might have been Outstanding in training And thought I'm going to put him in Because that fresh of fresh mm-hmm. uh, Performer coming in And that But He will be calm He'll understand How he thinks We'll beat England And what we need to watch And that'll be factored Into all his decisions So there's a lot of debate Just because one performance But like you say There's a lot more in the background That goes on
1: to make the decision How does he compare How does that style then compare To other Scotland managers You worked under?
4: Uh, it's really? probably just The the generations Like you used to find out The team An hour and a half Before kickoff. Nowadays It's every time It's the day before at least To give you Time to swallow your pride If you're not playing Or to get ready So Every manager's Slightly different
1: So will, they, will Stevie Clark's? Will he have named the team By now Or will it be tonight? Again it would either be the night before Or the day, the morning of right.
4: For him um, But on the whole Every manager is slightly different But the one, the manager is really detailed And he'll have a game plan before Big
3: on the analysis He would have done a debrief On the, yep. the check game He'll look at the strength and weaknesses And he's of really honest yeah.
4: He's very good that way he, He's there to improve players And that's how he sees it So he'll tell it like it is Move on This is the game plan going forward And, and this is how we're going to mm. Get a result in the game Stuart final say
1: to you
9: Eh, no, just looking forward to tomorrow um, Slightly more optimistic than you would expect Considering the previous result But I just think these are the kind of games that Suit us better and we can potentially grind it out But um, just as hopeful as everyone I mean, if we could get a point, that would be great But um, we can only hope for the best
1: I hope you're right, Shirtan noon. Thank you very much We've already been down with Andrew In amongst the Tartan Army Finding out a bit about what's going on in London Let's hear from the man himself The Scotland manager Stevie Clark. He's been speaking to the media We're going to go back down to London And hear from him next
0: 0141 951 1025 This is Scottish football's
1: league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Stephen Naismith, Alex Ray and Hugh Evans Are in the studio We've got Simon hanging patiently On the line But let's go back to London Let's catch up with our senior sports reporter Alison Conroy Who's been speaking to Stevie Clark on the eve of Scotland against England. I guess, Alison, there's probably only one place to start in terms of what was the, the hot topic.
10: Absolutely, as you can imagine, just one thing to talk about. And he did confirm that the player we're all waiting to find out about, Kieran Tierney. He is indeed fit for the game. And he told us exactly how fit And it we can take from this that we think Kieran Tierney will start tomorrow night.
11: He's trained fully the last two days. Uh... Uh, he's available for the whole game. It's not really about a season mentality. It's, it's about having a balanced and fair reflection on a on a game of football. Uh, I'm not sure we got that after the game the other night. But that game's in the past, and we look forward to the next game against very tough opponents in England. We've got good professionals in the squad. They're used to playing in big matches. Big players want to play in big games, and they don't come they don't come much bigger than this one.
1: I'm just a worrier. My fears won't be put to bear until I see him standing there and Flower Scotland is, is ringing out. But that sounds good from Stevie Clark, Alison Conroy. What else was on his mind?
10: Well, you can imagine Steve Clark is such a laid-back guy. I mean, he, he, he could be taking on anybody tomorrow and he would probably say the absolute same thing. He's so laid-back. He wants to forget about... Monday he wants to move on to tomorrow night he says you know the, the aim hasn't changed we still want to get out of the group for the first time he says "We have still got to believe that that is possible I asked him about in terms of team talk for tomorrow night's game and he says that pretty much the players could do that one themselves.
11: The Game obviously a lot of historical significance uh, it's a game that the players all want to play in what we have to do is make sure that we're prepared properly for it. In terms of team talk, the team talk really is, is to go through the, the tactical side of the game, the organisational side of the game. The actual, actual nuts and bolts of getting getting the players up for the matches is, is, is going to be really easy because we know it's a big game. We know we need to get something from the game and that's what we aim to do. Is
1: that the key, Stephen Naismith Because the the size of this occasion, you, you don't need the braveheart stuff, do you? Is Stevie Clark's job? Will he? Will he just stay calm and stick to the the job, the roles, the responsibilities? Does the rest take care of itself?
4: Yeah, I think it's much harder to get the team up for a a Lichtenstein or something like that. When it's a midweek and the flaming ten thousand in Hamden, and when you're at a Euros playing against England. So, and the players will enjoy this. That they're playing against a lot of their club teammates. There'll be a bit of banter going back and forth mm-hmm. over the weeks with that and then when you get to the stadium, the majority of these players have got their own routine. So much now there's the boys are all dialed right into how they prepare from the moment they get off the bus to go and check the pitch, come in, get some treatment, do what they need to do. So the manager it, it'll be small details.
1: Did you did you prefer that thinking to your Scotland career were there times or it was the big rousing, come on, lads, you've got the hope of a nation on your shoulders or does that does that not actually happen? uh no,
4: cause it, you'd be surprised how much the boys love and are de- were were de- in my time desperate to make it to a tournament every time you turned up and you are think this could be the one this could be the one and then it might the speeches might come halfway uh, half time in a game where maybe you've not played well but you're still in the game or you maybe need one more go Or things like that So it's, it was more day times Than before the game
1: I think you can tell Stevie Clark's so calm it's, That's just never going to be His He is going to be about You know The detail out of the Scotland managers you played under Who was the closest To getting the, the face paint on And getting oh. Braveheart on In the corner
4: Um I don't It's hard to say uh, Craig Levine was quite passionate With his, his team talks Um um, and then when I first got in the squad it was more the players. There was a you had the kind of characters. Characters who just led that last bit before you go out and I'm sitting there like a with a twenty year old, like no. So what, who gonna, would that
1: be then? What kind of year is that?
4: So you had Davy Weir, Fergie yeah. um Christian Daly, guys like that were all around the squad still. So you still you had guys who'd actually been to a tournament. Do you two, know what
2: I mean? Two words that Stevie Clark used there. Historical significance. This is the oldest International football match in the world, eighteen seventy-three, of Scotland Cricket Club Partick, the first ever Scotland England international. Was that a good game, Chug? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much a day late today. <laughs> Overcast, yeah, but, um, but they, they don't they don't care about that, do they? Or that that doesn't. I, I'll, no, but I, players I'll, players feel privileged mm-hmm. to be part of this to get your first experience of Scotland mm. versus England. Yeah, players feel it is a privilege. To be part of this almost 150 year conflict And
1: it is a conflict between Scotland and England But as Stephen says they are focused on their jobs I will not land this guy in it right Because I think it's unfair But just to give you a bit of a flavour I've done a couple of podcasts at the Scotland national team before And there is a player in that squad Who did not know who Colin Hendry was well, well I can understand the, that the, I
4: mean, Some of the players Might not know the history Behind yeah, it But they know the saying, game's different yeah. But they know the game's different Than another big international game That That is what They'll feed off of yep.
2: The first time I said to you I'd love Tony Bennett I could <laughs> see in your eyes Who's Tony Bennett no, I know who Tony Bennett is <laughs> I just
1: know that it's More no, of your street of music. than mine, Shall we say um, We're going to speak to Simon Very soon Alison Did you speak to a player Down there
10: Yeah, Scott McTominay was the player that came in to speak to us um, after Steve Clark. It was a bit of a strange press conference with Scott McTominay. We had somebody asking him if he was all right that bottles of Coca-Cola were on the table, which obviously comes from Cristiano Ronaldo. And then one of the English journalists piped up and said, you know, you're talking about Kieran Tierney. Um, Just to put it in context for all of us down here, what difference will having him actually make for you? And here's what he had to say.
11: Yeah, it's a big deal. We need him back. And that's... He's a top player and, and, and an amazing character as well, somebody we want back in the team. Um, in regards to your question, yeah, he's, he's somebody we need and obviously we rely on a lot in terms of what he brings to the squad. Most definitely, you go in there to win the game, but most definitely don't lose the game. So that's that's first and foremost. Um, we have to we have to get a result, it's as simple as that. And, and for us, that's the sole focus of the group at the minute. We've had 24 hours after the game to digest what happened, the mistakes which were made, and obviously that's in front of the goal and was defending as well so yeah I'm sure you'll see see a big reaction and, and players who are hungry to win the game and, and obviously do it for everyone in Scotland
1: Simon's on the line Simon how good is it to have Kieran Tierney fit and available?
8: Yeah I think that's massive hi guys how he's all doing? Um, before, before I go on I just want to say uh, best my thoughts and prayers with Bertie Alden and his family a horrible illness and uh, you know I hope they can get strength just now and uh is what I say as well, best of luck in your retirement, Denisey. It's I'm absolutely glad I never got to see you in a Kelly shirt again, mate. But I'll always remember, you know, that hat trick against Falkirk at Firth Park and the goal against Hibbs uh, at Rugby Park. Still the best goal I've seen at Rugby Park by a Kelly team. So best of luck in your retirement, mate.
4: Thank you very much. Thank you.
8: Um, yeah, so it's a huge, it's a it's a massive thing. Um, I think it ties into the whole Stephen O'Donnell argument. Actually, um, I think that it was maybe later on that we found out the whole Tierney. Wasn't playing and we'd already planned to have Stephen O'Donnell playing at right back because of that I think if you have Kieran Tierney pushing on We can almost go to a 4-3-3 or even a 4-4-2 at times when he pushes on Depending on how, whether he goes central or, or wide So because of that you need somebody to shuffle out wide and be a bit of a more defensive fullback, I think, And that was Stephen O'Donnell, I think we prepared for that And I think that was why we went with O'Donnell um, As well as obviously Clark trusting him but um, so I think that if Tierney's fit and he's going to play, that means O'Donnell will play as well. Uh, I think he's the the better option just now. I, I was listening to Alex earlier. I'm not sure how he can say that he's <laughs> Parson is much better a defender. Parson's not even got double figures of games yet. He's a really really good prospect, but there's no sample size to judge that one. O'Donnell's played hundreds of times in the Scottish Premiership and down south, and you know and internationally, and we've seen that he's a good defender, and that's where he'll be primarily tasked with. Uh, obviously, other guys going forward, they'll they'll provide that. Stephen O'Donnell will get forward at times, but I think O'Donnell the best option if you're going to have a centre back who's pushing forward, like Kieran Tierney. So I, I expect him to start.
1: Stephen, what do you make of that? Does that change that you know was it the the balance still on the day as well, which which fed in and and sort of emphasised some of the other issues because Kieran Tierney was absent?
4: Yeah, I think. That- I think, um, as Simon says, that the build-up to the game would have had so in it, Keirn in it as well. Um, and I, I agree that when Keirn comes out of the team, to then change another player just upsets the rhythm of everything. Much more risky. But I go back to, I think, in the next year, it'll be a, it'll be a tighter fight for that right-hand side with the two of them. Um, but the safer option for me is Stephen O'Donnell.
1: I mean, Alex, Simon says there's no... Real sample size For Nathan Patterson Particularly in a defensive Capacity I know he he has played Europa League Um, But I I think even the Even the biggest Nathan Patterson fan Would probably concede That And by the way This doesn't mean That you leave him out But they would concede That we haven't had to see him Defending that much We just haven't Because he's not played a lot And when he does play Plays for a a Free-flowing attacking team
3: Yeah listen I take his point on board I just feel over the piece When I have seen him I did see him play in Europe as well And up against a very good uh, European uh, opposition So you're looking at it From that p- perspective as well And it wasn't out of his depth He didn't get turned inside out And uh, you know um, mm-hmm. I just feel as if He's got better qualities mm-hmm. Throughout Now one of the things tomorrow And Nacy's already mentioned it Is when you get possession And you want to take the ball For a wander And I just feel as if He's better on mm-hmm. the ball And I think that's one of the reasons why No, I, I didn't say that I would start him But what I'm, I think he'll, he'll most certainly Go away at Donal And the reason being Is the way you can uh, Come out and back to him after Monday night's game mm. Would suggest to me He's most certainly Going to go with O'Donnell
1: I think the key part Of that quote that he said Was Stephen's first job As a defender And he said yeah. Analyse the game Tell me what he did wrong In a defensive sense
4: See the parts I can't Understand is The the attitude of Oh he gave his nothing Going up the right hand side that Stephen O'Donnell Played the way he has played For Scotland All the time He's not been a back or a wing back That gets up and beats two guys And whips a ball in the box He's there to Provide a defensive cover And provide the ball to the players ahead of him It's not like Rob or Cairn Tierney on the other side So I think that got two, carried away Two that.
2: things happened to Steve McDonnell He had that yeah couldn't get the ball it out of his feet fruit. And it went out for a throw in And then he ran into Ryan Christie And everyone then started to look at each other yeah. and say You see? You see? Yeah. It should have been somebody else When those that's are not actually big on him. moments well, well to be yeah, fair Ryan that, that, Christie
1: you could argue was But in terms of you know He's a a, a convenient
2: whipping boy Because He only plays for Motherwell What's
1: wrong with that? That's my point
2: You're you're denigrating the man Because he plays for Motherwell That's got nothing to do with it He's
1: in the squad because Stevie Clark thinks he's good enough to be there Simon it was all about Monday That was the winnable game We were at Hamden. We were going to get the campaign off To a winning start We couldn't score We lost 2-0 Have you managed to find some optimism Ahead of tomorrow?
8: Yeah, absolutely uh, Actually, think You know I I, I wouldn't swap uh, Being Scottish for anything Really, to be honest You know, nobody gets to choose the country Where they're born You know, that's obviously chosen By a much higher power than us But, you know I wouldn't swap that night Serbia I listened back to your full podcast I uh, went back And I listened to that full thing You know, and the build up to the Euros It was just brilliant You know I wouldn't swap the build-up to this as well For supporting any of the supposed big boys in the world You know, expecting to win And then being disappointed that you don't You know, it's this is with being a, a, a diddy team supporter with all due respect is what it's what it's like. You know, you have years and years and years of nothing, but then when something actually positive happens, you know, it just feels so much more amazing. Uh, so I'm using that, probably blind optimism going into it. I think as to say, that we'll go, to, we'll stick with a three-five-two. Um I think the, you know, as we've all just covered there, uh, quickly on sod again, I think a lot of the sod blame has been overblown. I agree with Hugh Keevens. Uh, there's been a lot of I've not actually been able to listen to the shows From this week until today Because I knew what the negative reaction would have been Looking on social media You know, everything seems to be They all seem to have one thing in common They all seem to have a 55 in their profile picture Who'd never really seem to warm to Steve Clark, And we all know why that is uh, Why they never warm to Steve Clark And why they don't like him uh, They seem to be using that as a as a convenient point To have a go at him for um, But I think Clarke's the man who got us there Clark's the man tactically I've watched Komarmuk, and while it's an easy thing for people to say that we really, really negative, uh, Komarmuk, they were defensive, they just sat in. But, you know, tactically, we've seen t- uh, tweaks in games, especially against uh, Rangers and Celtic. Komarmuk going up against Rangers and Celtic is equivalent to Scotland going up against England. You know, you probably would say nine times out of ten, you know, the big team should win. But, Claire, if there's one man who's going to get a result in that game, as a Scotland manager, Steve Clark, um, I think back to the game against Celtic, where uh, Aaron Tishbola was brought back into the team, and they uh, completely schooled the Celtic midfield all day. Uh, that's when he got the nickname, the Midfield Controller. Unfortunately, he didn't have you know loads of games like that in a command looked shut, But there's little tweaks that Steve Clark can make. I think we're going to do it. I think we'll go two up front. Um, I think Dykes needs to play because his physical presence will occupy an England defence who. Aren't exactly the best in the air That's probably the weakest point The, de- the defence So, I Simon think-
1: do you know what You've got me right up for this And I feel terrible Because we're now five minutes late For the news But I was enjoying it I was getting psyched up for tomorrow And I wanted to keep it going So thank you for your positivity But we're now extremely late Your news at five past seven Is coming up next And quickly give us a shout on this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news and opinion online uk slash football
1: Right, quick, if you want to play tonight's Beat the Pundit 01419511025 and you need to call before the news
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: You, Kevin, Stephen Naismith and Alex Ray are in the studio Still plenty of time for you to get your thoughts in How are you feeling ahead of tomorrow? Optimistic? Nervous? Somewhere in between? What are your plans? I want to know what's what's going on out there What are we missing? Is it a big event up here? Are you going down? Are you down already? And you're listening on the app or whatever it is you travellers do You can let us know, um, pick up the phone and, and tell us all about your plans tomorrow Let's do this first though Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun
0: for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish
1: slash football. I mean, last night we, we gave Kevin Gallagher a bit of time to to find his feet. I mean, I don't feel I feel a bit guilty sometimes throwing people straight under the bus on beat the pundit if it's the first time they've joined us. No, I don't. But I think <laughs> sh- should we put Stephen Naysmith? Get him not in not the mix. No, no listen, it's, a, it's the draw will be fair, but his name is in the cup right okay. is that fair ah, Just, course it is. I think he can handle it uh, he's going to be potentially up against Stephen from Irvine how's it going Stephen ah, it's going well, thanks now I know there's the temptation to take on Hugh... former command player must <laughs> play somebody from Irvine uh, surely both called <laughs> Stephen uh, Stephen I know there's the temptation to you know get the old timer put Hugh Kevans in his place you might want to tackle Alex Ray the way he tackled many people you've got Stephen Naismith is he going to have beginner's nerves what, what's your feeling on it
4: I'm hoping it's in there, So I'm not the only one to nervous
1: No don't you be nervous It's fine I've got the cup Here usually it's a coin I've, I've upgraded to a cup Three pundits uh, Can I ask you a question Is that cup Can you have face on it Um, It does not Who is it It is no, oh, it's producer Callum I don't have a cup With my face on it Are you joking <laughs>
3: Let me see that cup
1: As if I'm that self oh, so it's indulgent a of it's self? <laughs> <late as> him <laughs> It was a gift he says Aye sure. right, very good Right ready right In we go Let's see what we come out with here Ah oh, heartbroken Right Stephen I'm going to give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to Just so that he can uh, Not steal your answers We don't want him to do that 30 seconds on the clock You're up against Hugh And you can pass That's all you need to know Are you ready?
5: Let's go for it
1: Right let's go 30 seconds Your time starts Now Name a current England squad member Who won the Champions League last month
5: Mason
12: Mike
1: What club did Greg Taylor join Celtic from? Who's the only German To receive a cap For Germany Whilst playing at Rangers George Albert Who was the last man To captain Scotland's Men's team at a World Cup Oh Colin Henry Name either English club side That Mark McGee played for
5: Uh, Sunderland
1: Name any of the teams In Wales Euro 2020 group Turkey by the way Stephen That wasn't bad Let's bring back Hugh Evans. Hugh can you hear us I can Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time Once I turn the paper back over Starts Now Name a current England squad member Who won the Champions League last month um, Mason Mount What club did Greg Taylor Join Celtic from Kilmarnock Who's the only German To receive a cap for Germany Whilst playing at Rangers
2: uh, uh,
1: George Arbjörg Who was the last man To captain Scotland's men's team At a World Cup
2: um, ninety-eight. T- Tamboid Boyd.
1: Name either English side that Mark McGee played for. Um, or oh, Wolves. Name any team in Wales Euro twenty twenty group. TNS. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> I, ju- I just heard Welsh. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I, I did that. I know. Don't worry. Oh, that was one of the all-time greats, Stephen. You must be able to bury this guy after an answer like that. Hope so After that, I got to. There's one in particular That I Honestly I can't I'm just going to go through them I'm amazed at you Name a current England squad member Who won the Champions League last month Mason Mount You both got You had the choice of Ben Chilwell James. Or Reece James Greg Taylor joined Celtic from Kilmarnock George Alberts was the Only German to receive a cap for Germany Whilst playing at Rangers So so far so good Three out of three for both of you Who was the last man to captain Scotland At a World Cup Colin Henry. We were just joined by him on the two shows. We spent about God, forty minutes work. during each show asking him about leading the team out against Brazil. You've been out, you've been <laughs> down Socky Hall Street buying too many Yes or I Can Boogie T-shirts today. I Your mind is them, all over right. the place, mm. so you're trailing by one. Uh, name either English side Mark McGee played for.
3: Brighton. No. Oh.
1: Stephen Naismith. No I nah, went right as well. Newcastle or Reading. Oh. So none of you got that right. Hugh stays they one behind. Roles, they? And they did do, yeah. Yeah. You will not be surprised to hear that TNS are not in Wales Euro 2020 <laughs> twenty twenty uh, group. Turkey, funny that. Turkey Turkey, Italy, or Switzerland. You had the choice. Stephen got it. One, two, three, four, five for Stephen, and only a three for Hugh Evans. The ball is on its way to Irvine. Well done, Stephen.
5: Fantastic. Thank you so much.
1: Steve, what were all the nerves about? Easy.
5: Easy. Just, uh, as long as it's easy again tomorrow night
1: Exactly that, Exactly, A straightforward win Thank you very much Stephen And Irvin How would you have fared Stephen Naismith? Four mm, okay. Didn't get Alberts so I went Brighton for Mark McGee And it's harder under pressure So I'll call mm. that a three That's what you would have got so <laughs> I, I thought they were alright Hugh has had an He's an absolute mare Hopefully that's The worst performance we see this week In you Scotland see, going
2: he? I've been with Bowie every morning this week I'm here In the studio And I'm finishing off here In the evening And he lays the quiz on me as well I mean
1: What is it all about? I mean I think you could work 23 hours a day And still know that TNS are not in Wales Eurogroup I jumped in there I jumped in I'll give you that one You did, right Okay 01419511025 Right, this is it We've got bad news for you Stevie Clark's Been struck down He's feeling under the weather And Alex Ray And Stephen Naismith And Hugh Keevans Have to pick the team For tomorrow Alex Ray, give us your version Marshall. McTominay
3: So you're sticking Marshall I'm yet? going to be a back three you just telling him to play a little bit deeper or Who knows this Marshall, Marshall. He's, He's still in Please don't start me off on okay. that one again uh, McTominay Hanley And Tierney <sighs> McTominay's back into the back three Yes Okay I would I would play Patterson But I think O'Donnell's mm. most certainly going to get no, it I'm
1: asking what you would do
3: I would play Patterson uh, Gilmore McGregor And Armstrong In the middle of the park Is a three So you'd have Gilmore um, On either side of that With McGregor Armstrong McGinn will support Adams up. She Adams up front
1: For you, okay Stephen Naismith What would your team look like? Uh, I would
3: go Marshall McTominay
4: Hanley KT Okay Robbo and Stephen O'Donnell Gilmore
1: and McGregor John McGinn behind Dyke and Adams See now both of them have got Scott McTominay In their back three It's almost as if they know something That they're trying to tell us Maybe they're just guessing I don't know uh, Hugh Keevans What would you go?
2: No I, I don't have McTominay In the back Line at all oh, So you're oh,
1: keeping Jack Hendry in there Yeah Hendry Hamill
2: Tierney O'Donnell Robertson Either side Okay uh, Gilmer I would Start with mm-hmm. uh, McTominay And McGinn
1: Yep And Adams and Dykes then Yeah Okay very interesting Let's see what you think Out there Oh one four one Let's bring in Ken Who's on the line What are your thoughts Ahead of tomorrow Ken
12: I'm. I'm just thinking that. Uh, I mean, Hugh Keenan must think he have a lot of that Welsh team. That's for sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, I, to be honest. I mean, I know I'm not. I'm not going to go on He's going about David Marshall's bit of foolishness the other night, but um, I mean, there's every chance that tomorrow night, if, he, if he's playing, he could make. I outstanding stand that they could win us a game, so you can go from hero to, you know, zero to zero in uh, no minute. You know, it's like a different game. Although I would prefer Gordon to be in goal, to be honest. Um, I mean, I'm glad I hear the Tierney's there, because I was listening to Sky Sports Zealand, and he was saying he was even in the, in the team bus. You know, so uh, I'm more hopeful with Tierney playing. Although I, would play, I wouldn't play Dykes up front in his own. I don't think he'd get the pace. Even the long balls just aren't looking for him. So I would pitch the Adams up the front with him. But I would like to see uh, Turnbull play Because I think he'll be an unknown for England And I think he'll cause him a lot of problems
1: It's not a name that's been mentioned as such Because I don't think anyone Not not because people don't rate him I don't think people think Stevie Clark's going to pick him It doesn't, it doesn't strike you as a Stevie Clark type of, of selection to start a game, does it?
4: Definitely not I think that that's the strongest part of the team And that's like... You've got Gilmore there that everybody's kind of pushing mm-hmm. for. Um, McGregor's been unfortunate because he's been very good for Scotland over the years, so I think he's further down the list than a few sitting waiting.
1: What you would say though, Alex? Another area that Stevie Clark came in for a bit of criticism for the other day was his was his substitutions. It was his changes, and yeah. that can be nowadays in any era of football, but particularly now that can be just as important. You know, I think it was Gary Caldwell on the show the other day saying we needed a goal, and as good as he is. He wasn't sure about Callum McGregor coming on. Would that have been a time to, you know, go and put a Turnbull on? Like, you're, you know, you're two nil down. Can he pick yeah, that possibly. pass? Can that set piece get delivered? Can he find the, the corner from 25 yards as he does so often? So, might there be room for a a different type of substitution tomorrow than what we witnessed the other day?
3: Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair comment. I listen. I've seen Callum McGregor score some wonderful sure. goals from 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 distance. You know, he's very composed when he gets into that area, Gordon. And if you were looking for someone to nick a goal. Turnbull would most certainly come into the reckoning because I've I've been raving about this boy even when he was at Motherwell. I, I love all his attributes. I actually think he's actually better middle to front. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. I think he he dropped one of the uh, yeah, runners, runners uh, yeah. recently. So uh, the, the 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 ugly side I think they're still been polishing up. But he he doesn't need any invitation to pull the mm-hmm. trigger. And I think if you wanted to get a goal later on, I think he would come into the reckoning.
1: Ken's other point was. He wants to see Dykes with a partner Now I think you had Adams and Dykes You had certainly Adams But you had coming McGinn off Everybody him, yeah. Is everybody in the whole country For once agreeing that Shea Adams Starts this game tomorrow?
4: <laughs> I think so I think the nature of the game And if I'm honest I think he prefers playing with a target man Where yeah. he's running at defenders He's very good at driving them into the box And then getting that yard and a shot That That's his profile So I think it makes sense for the two of them to play
3: no I understand the reason Why you would actually Put dikes up there I just look at Some of the centre halves For England put, put them, You've got Mines uh, Harry uh, Maguire's Going to come back Into the reckoning They love to, to compete in the air If we play balls up to them mm. uh, Linden Dykes tomorrow I think it'll be Bread and butter for them So I actually feel as if You have to be a bit more cute about mm-hmm. things And that might well be The service Steve Clark spoke about this uh, After the game on Monday The balls up to them And from the wider will Have to be so much better Because if you play balls Up to the the two giants, then I think that, that will suit England to a T.
1: If you accept, because what happened the other day, Stephen, it seemed is that Lyndon Dykes, the ball went up to him, but he, he didn't win anywhere near as many as he did. T- take the night in Serbia, for instance, he won everything. Yeah. The other day, he couldn't manage that. By having Andre t- Adams round about him, does that. Does that help where It doesn't matter if you You win every single one But then there's somebody else there To maybe pick yeah. up that second ball and, and link up with
4: That's exactly that. that uh, don't get me wrong I think he Will be disappointed How he performed on the day Because sure. he's normally Like you say At least winning 50% of them And he probably didn't do that In the last game But I think it was about a quarter I think I saw the start yeah. It was about a quarter he won So I think and he's. I think he's very good At when he doesn't win it The ball doesn't travel too far so if you for pick up the pieces, that, yeah, that's why I'm saying John McGinn and Adam are about them, loads of energy. Mm-hmm. Get them on the front foot um, because I think as well, England's fullbacks will go forward. They'll they'll want to yeah. be aggressive, put us under pressure. So their balls in the channels to drag the centre halfs out. Mm-hmm. That's what Adams likes. Then drives them back into the yeah. logs.
1: I mean, Ken Are you starting to feel like we can cause a bit of an upset?
12: Well, never not here. He's playing on quite happy. Yeah. Um, I we mean, wait until I see the team tomorrow To see if I'm happy I actually am But always go into these games thinking that we can win You know And I wasn't one to slate off and dive, Because playing up front on your own And getting long balls, is no fun I mean, Kenny Muller didn't have much fun in the tank He's got more pace and there's a better striker than Dykes. You know what I mean But if he's got someone up front I'll be a lot happier And more hopeful
1: I mean, like we said, Hugh it's hard to second-guess Stevie Clark There were a few surprises perhaps the other day Would you be amazed if Shea Adams didn't start the game?
2: Astonished I mean, I know Stevie Clark doesn't care about the media uh, It is of no relevance to him What you or I or anybody else in the media think about his team selection But it is widely acknowledged that he made a mistake By not having Che Adams in from the start against the Czech Republic I don't think he'd make the same mistake twice
1: Thank you very much to Ken Still loads of time to get your calls in 01419511025 It's your favourite time of the night Alex Ray I love oh, it We're actually sticking with this We've not ditched it It's been so popular Are you ready? It's the
6: Roger Hanna Bonanza
1: Seriously Hugh Kevins What have we become? The Roger Hanna Bonanza He <laughs> has secured his status as the resident statto, So yeah. much so that we've named a competition after him And crucially for you at home Tonight is the last chance to win a pair of tickets to see Scotland play Croatia with the Roger Hanna Bonanza. It's all thanks to Heineken, the official sponsor of Euro 2020. You can get it down at your local key store, but you please do enjoy it responsibly. Here's the deal Roger will give you clues to a, a player who's at the Euros. Two callers join us on air And they buzz in when they think they know Who the player is based on the clues The winner automatically gets a Euro 2020 Heineken hamper Worth over £100 And then tomorrow One of the four winners gets the prize Upgraded to a pair of tickets to see Scotland, Croatia at hand And how good is that? If you want to play, you need to call right now 01419511025 You have until the end of this ad break to call You must be over 18 And the T's and C's are online at Clyde1.com
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025
1: This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Stephen Naismith and Alex Rear I'm so glad the ad break is over I mean, I, I never... you think these three would be discussing, you know Tactics, right, right, hey, tactics for tomorrow Keep me out of this, it was Ray and Naismith Comparing chainsaws tea, What was it, tree preservation orders? Yeah to be fair, at least you're shaking off the footballer stereotypes That's not what I thought you lot would be discussing in The,
2: the first ever arboreal <laughs> argument we've ever had in here Honestly,
1: really? uh, for you, earlier on it was you, Tony Bennett Now we're on a tree yeah. preservation <laughs> orders Ugh, We've lost the plot We are going to play the Roger Ha oh, Bonanza brilliant. very soon indeed um, We're also about to speak to Anthony Hugh I wanted to bring this up earlier on in the show um, One of the callers touched on it earlier on Sad news Uh, Coming out from Celtic today Issuing a statement with regards to the health of of Bertie Auld He's not keeping too well Obviously we wish him well He's appeared on this show many times And the word character is probably overused But if you're talking about one of the genuine characters of Scottish football He's right up there
2: Well I'll say this to you There was, there is and there will forever be Only one Bertie Auld This is the man who in the tunnel at the Estadio Nacional in uh, Lisbon in 1967, started to sing and stunned the Inter Milan players and Celtic won the European Cup that day. And Bertie never stopped singing. or <laughs> talking. And on the 50th anniversary of Lisbon, he came into this same studio that we're in now. He'd recorded an hour-long programme with me. He turned up bang on time like a professional. We did it all in one take like a professional and he went away, still smiling, still talking And uh, you know, I've known him for years, decades As a Celtic player, as the Hibs manager, as the Partick Thistle manager Um, He is one of life's outstanding characters
1: Yeah, well said Bertie, we're thinking about you and all the family So hopefully uh, things are as, as good as can be there That was Hugh Kevin's a lovely tribute I'm sure you'll all Agree. Uh, Just to mention something though, the Roger Hanna Bonanza. The lines are closed for that, so they're still lighting up. By the way, so popular. (laughs) No wonder
3: a hundred pounds.
1: Humper, hamper, yeah and then you've got two tickets So the wow. lines are closed but We'll play that in just a second Let's bring in Anthony in steps though And see what he's thinking Ahead of tomorrow What, what are your plans for tomorrow Anthony I'm, I'm very nosy I hope you don't mind me Oh he's just disappeared That's He him. wants a hamper He wants a hamper no, That's what he's doing He's just raging that I asked He's on on that I want to talk about Kieran Tierney You're asking me where I'm going to be tomorrow I will try to get him back Anthony uh, On the line We'll be on air of course At the, the dry gate tomorrow So please do Join us again. Always interesting when we were a bit deflated on Monday. Don't get me wrong, um, but hopefully a better outcome tomorrow night. Uh, I think we're we getting Anthony back. because he not answering? Is he stage fright? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to take Anthony, quite place. dial. Dial easy. <laughs> we get two like tickets
7: Anthony's. for the brace <laughs>
1: again. Okay. I just, do you know what? gives me a great chance to put Stephen Naismith on the spot. How do you look back on the Scotland career, Stephen? Because you, until very, very recently you were in, you were involved. You would have played a part in this Nations League campaign early on. You were. Thank you for helping get us there
4: Yeah I think that ugh, You go through your career Desperate to make a tournament And for every tournament that passed there was a hard luck story And that was Going to be it And then To be honest I kind of ended up going out The, the national team for a, a Period of time But managed to get back in And, and right at the mm. start of this So I've played a very small part But ugh, overall I'm just I didn't think I'd ever get mm. one cap Never mind 51 So Just grateful for everyone Where
3: Where is the, the You get one when you're 50 Didn't you? Hall of Fame yeah.
4: Um, is that a special place? Just, no, it's just house? actually in the house, to honest. They're all together. I've um, just kept them all together. I've been quite precious that way with tops and caps. So. It's next
2: to the chainsaw.
4: <laughs> 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 I wear it when I'm using the chainsaw. 51 up.
1: is an incredible <laughs> innings. What was the first one again?
4: Uh, Faroe Islands away, 2007, in Ju- uh, June. So, Memorable, of course. I can time. remember like it was yesterday. Really? Shared the room with Sean Maloney. Went to the Faroe Islands next morning and woke up in the hotel and there's sheep on the roof outside right the window. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Just at a, and then two 0 up. Later on in the game, the manager Alex McLeish gave me the the nod to go on, so it was fantastic.
1: Is there a high point in there? There must be. I mean, although it's been you know overall, it's easy for us to say we didn't make tournaments, but with some good times along the way, didn't we?
4: Yeah, you have you have hope in them. The scoring against Spain at the time, they were unbelievable. And best world champions, world and European champions. And, really. European yeah. champions
1: and
3: um, was Ramos not playing that night, nazy Played
4: against him that night and have uh, in your
3: back pocket <laughs> Other way about <laughs> I
4: think uh, I came off a game line and I was like I'm going to get his top I'm going to get his top Because I scored First goal for Scotland And that get dragged away To do an interview So I'm in the middle Of doing an interview As he walks by <sighs> Behind the camera And I'm like There's the opportunity gone But Playing against him Did you manage to
3: swap it. one That night then? With any no.
1: then?
4: No, did you never? no I never got one um, See the
1: Media spoiling it For everyone Taking uh, you away what was it? You must have got some though From your time there must oh, be a, I've had some good ones what's Over your the
4: best? years um, Gigs Pierlo Oh dear uh, David Silva. Oh my, right. He's name at... dropping all over the shop here at Touram, my first. Uh, I was League. I went from playing Peter Head at the end of one month to a month later playing New Camp against Barcelona, coming off a pitch. I normally kept my debut tops in every tournament, but Touram was walking off and laugh. Well, I've got, got to, to <laughs> change it with him. So um, that was a good one.
1: Have you guessed t- guess, different characters, you know, deal with these things differently So it was only yesterday he announced that you know, hanging up the boots And you did say you've been thinking about it, so you've been kind of coming to terms with it But has there been that moment where you sit and go, that, that, that's it, it's all, all all over And how do you look back on that? It's not, No, I don't think I've realised
4: I think over the course of the couple of years coming, you'll really look at moments And probably appreciate them now more than at the time See, at the time you're really focused, you win a tournament Or you win a trophy And you're like Right next one Let's go Next league We need to be up at it Or there's always Something coming up So um, I'll probably sit back At the moment And then
3: Really? We, Nazi, we've got a five a side team. I'm not sure you'll get in, but it's it's no, 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 likely I'm day. actually
4: looking forward to the playing fives
1: and that. Where I have my mates or MDLs.
4: Well, big boy,
3: boy D Faddy, all the, all the guys you're familiar with, McCoy, so you're more than welcome,
1: honestly. Well, it's, you're, you're up in the standard a bit there, no <laughs> don't offense. worry about it. I've
3: caught with him all day long. <laughs> <you kidding?
1: laughs> Catch me knee high, early doors. That sounds exactly uh, what he would do, right? 01419511025. Let's bring in George in Glasgow and see what he's got for us Hi George.
7: Hi, good evening, panel. Uh, It's just a wee quick one about tomorrow night. Um, uh, I'd I'd quite like to. I was having a discussion with a good friend of mine, and I think the best form, uh, the best way that we can uh, approach this game is just go out, all out attack, and uh, have the players in that feel 100% confident and have no fear. Because I think that's the only way we will get a good result. I'd like to see us, uh, you know, play the likes of Turnbull, Gilmore, maybe even Patterson as well. But um, I, j- I just hope that Steve Clark says to the team, "Listen, guys, go out with a positive attacking attitude because um, you got nothing to lose."
1: There must be a balance though, George, because it's all very romantic and loads of fans listening will be nodding along. I'm kind of nodding along. I'd I'd love it. It sounds brilliant. Let's go and let's express ourselves and let's go on the front foot. But there must be... And and then, by the way, you get accused of, ah, we're, we're negative, we're Scottish. But there must be a reason that at pretty much every level of football, when an underdog comes up against a team that on paper is superior... That, that they don't do that That they have to be a bit more pragmatic And they have to be organised And they try and frustrate There must be good reason That that happens all over the world of football
7: Well, uh, yes I suppose there is But I'm just You know I was at the game uh, uh, Against the Czech Republic And the, uh, There were There were good chunks of the game Where I felt that we were Too conservative um, We weren't pressing High up the pitch when we should have done, and the midfield started getting really sluggish. You know, even before the first goal, um, and certainly in the second half. Okay, the first goal says back with confidence, but again, every time we play conservative, we're always in the back foot and we always struggle. So, I would like us to see. I'd like us to play with forward-thinking players that know how to run it the English defence, create openings, and instead of trying to walk the ball in, you know, practice taking shots. You know, practice taking shots. um, The more you practice, the more you get them on target, and a few of them are bound to go in.
1: I, I do, I like to, I've got a bit of faith that they're practicing taking shots, hopefully, Hugh.
2: George says that we have nothing to lose. Yes, we do. Yeah we have our continued progress in the tournament to lose Uh, therefore we have to approach the match uh, wary of England, not afraid of but wary of Uh, and within our own style of play there will be shots at goal and plenty of them Um, but Steve Clark, it's not in his DNA I'll repeat Mm. the line because I thought it was rather clever, gung ho means heave ho
1: Stephen, I mean you look played many times, you've just mentioned it against Spain for instance Um, we've played massive teams over the years like Germany and Italy, and you know, big favourites even thinking back to your your club career whether it was, I don't know, Everton against whoever was the best team in English Premier League or whether it was Rangers on a European stage there, 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 there has to be a balance doesn't there between, yeah, trying to offer something but...
4: Yeah, there definitely does I think the only way you can probably be more expansive is if you're at the start of the game, going, right, we're going to dominate possession here. Now, that is very hard to do with, with lesser quality players than your opponents, but that's the only way you can effectively go, right, gung-ho. Say we did go gung-ho and get pumped 6-0. What is the reaction after that? That's that's more damage than being slightly reserved and hopefully creating some decent chances at the right times.
1: Yeah, I mean, in terms you know, pressing, you know, from the front, I think George said something along those lines. P- press England high up. That seems unlikely, Alex. And again, the critics will say, "I you know that's so typical. It's got all negative." But there are a lot. There are a lot of good teams that don't go and press straight away. You know, yeah. in, in the opposition third, and, and maybe try and do it at the right time.
3: I'd be surprised, Gordon, if they they press from the off. I think there'll be there'll be a a point. There'll be a point where they actually say we're going to press. Now they'll probably drop off to about the halfway line. They'll allow them to get a certain area, then they'll start engaging. Uh, and then they'll try and show them into the numbers. So if you've got overloads in the middle of the park, you show them in tra- into traffic. And that's the way we will try and do that. They'll try and get a turnover of possession. And as Nacy said earlier on in the show, you'll then look at to try and hurt them go another the way. And, that, and that's the importance of having pace middle to front. And then obviously if you've got Adams or if, if it's Dykes or whatever one it is, you'd have to retain the ball and allow you to get up the pitch because the one thing you don't want is To be camped in your half Because all you're doing is inviting pressure
4: That's the time you can be aggressive And go a bit more attacking As the moments you win the ball Whether it's in the middle of the park Or 40 yards for your goal That's where you can then say Right Four or five players in the team Just go for it And then if we lose it You then get your shape back And sit and Mm -hmm. wait for the
1: next opportunity like that What would be And I don't ask this You know I'm not naive And England are a very very good team But ultimately Stevie Clark Like any game of football is going to have to try and identify weaknesses in, in the England team. What are they? What's their best?
4: Well, hope? I, I would say the front five players are very. That's the their danger points. You need to minimise them getting space and time on the ball. I think that they're, they're all. They're a very good team. They've got lots of competition, but their two middle players And their back defence is where you're probably going to get your mm-hmm. opportunities from. And that it's now working them as hard as we can.
3: I, I would say the goalkeeper. I think he's uh partial to Eric the the, the the boy in there. Um so I think if you can get an opportunity whether it be a set play, uh, you know, and, and then try and work on top of him. He's not the tallest, is he, Pickford? No, he's not. So he's you not. may well get an opportunity against him.
1: Okay, George, thank you very much. It's time for this.
3: It's the Roger Hanna Bonanza.
1: Honestly. Is that the last time we're going to hear that Or will we hear it once more tomorrow I think we'll need to hear it once more tomorrow I've enjoyed the competition There's just something that makes me uneasy about hearing him Announce his own competition Let's meet tonight's contestants On uh, line A we've got David from Hamilton How's it going David? Aye no bad And on line B Jamie from Bishop Briggs How are you Jamie? Hi, how you doing guys? All good thank you Right very simple tonight Roger Hanna is going to give you clues to a player who's at the Euros And basically, whichever one of you gets that player first Gets the Euro 2020 Heineken hamper worth over £100 And tomorrow, one of our four winners from this week Will have their prize upgraded to the pair of tickets To see Scotland, Croatia at Hampden Right, you two, here is the important part Uh, If you know who the player is from the clues Roger gives you You must buzz in by shouting your own name If you shout the player's name, I can't accept that answer And if you buzz in and get it wrong The other caller then gets all five clues So use that buzzer Mm. wisely Is that all clear? Yeah yeah. Right good stuff Don't forget we're playing this with Heineken Official sponsor of Euro 2020 Um, Right let's just do it then Don't we just get stuck in Let's get stuck in and see how they fare I'm putting these three mics off in here In case any of you get excited and shout the name out That's the last thing uh, that we need Yeah you've got previous for that Alex Ray Right are you ready you two I'm going to give you the first clue So here is clue number one from Roger Hanna
6: this is the first major international tournament I've been picked for.
1: OK, no-one's diving in on that, and understandably so, because that's pretty difficult. Here's number two.
6: I play club football in England with a player in the Scotland Euros squad.
1: Oh, I wondered if anyone was going to hedge their bets. The tension, right, this is it's getting to the, the nitty-gritty. Here's clue three.
6: The Scotland player I play with at club level is John McGinn. David. Go
1: on David, that was clear, you're confident, who is it? Tyrone Mings
6: It is not Tyrone
1: Mings, Jamie, that means you get to hear clue number four
6: I'm English, and I'm also the most fouled player in the English Premier League Jamie, Jamie, go for Jack it Jack Grealish Let's hear from Roger Hanna He's a poor man's John McGinn it's Jack Grealish Well
1: done Jamie David yeah. we can see where you were going But that's the key Do you dive in at the wrong time? Well done to Jamie You have won the Heineken hamper Worth over £100 And crucially Jamie Tomorrow you might get that upgraded To a pair of tickets to Scotland Croatia How good is that? Uh, it's amazing. Thank you so much Good man Hardlines David Hey, Good man. That was David in Hamilton. He's not too pleased. You wouldn't be, you'd be gutted to miss out. Well done to Jamie in Bishop Briggs. Would you have got that?
3: No, I looked in there
1: and I said mines. And then uh, obviously it was wrong. It's hard, isn't it? Exactly. See, that's it's why I went to the gamble I
6: went. Ah, uh, well <laughs> <laughs> I
1: always play Clue 5 just to see how ridiculous it would have got if we'd left. What it.
6: was it again? My surname begins with G. And ends with really. We're going to say.
1: We like to make it really easy if, if it gets to that stage. But uh, well done to Jamie. Right, 01419511025. Still time to get your calls in. Uh, as always, this week we're ending the show with another song. We're out there looking at who's been. Creative, who's been doing good things to try and get us in the mood for Scotland. We will end the song with one of them, but still time for more football discussion next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 Clyde One
1: Super Scoreboard. We're on the home straight, we're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Then tomorrow it is showtime. Scotland down at Wembley taking on England, an eight o'clock kickoff. And uh I can't wait, hopefully we get the result we're looking for. David's in West Lothian. What's your point tonight, David? How you doing, you're right? Not bad, how are you? Um buzzing,
13: buzzing like an old fridge. Good. <laughs> for the morning. <laughs> Good. It's gonna be brilliant. Um I was just I was just wanted to get a point across I just thought even after Monday after Monday I was quite deflated, but I've brought myself back up looking forward to tomorrow's game. I just hope I don't get the feeling that I got on Monday when I seen the team sheet. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't aware of the Tierney issue. Uh, a lot of the guys I was aware didn't want not aware of either. and I thought that was... It just deflated us straight away. And then, obviously, O'Donnell, he's always going to be the whipping boy, isn't he? He's always the easy target. Um, I just didn't think we should have went defensive with him on Monday either. So, my point is, hopefully, old clarky boy, he's going to put... Um, either Forrest or Patterson on that right-hand side. I'm praying that he plays Gilmore in the middle because that game on uh, on Monday was screaming for someone just to get a hold of the ball in the middle of the park and start spraying it left to right. Mm-hmm. Hope he gets in there. Um, and he definitely has to play Adams.
7: Whether that's
13: in place of Dykes, I'd, rather, I'd like to see Adams and Dykes together up front. But I can understand if, if it was Adams And and maybe Christie still left in there as well
1: Yeah I think most, to be fair Most of the guys agree with most of that David Do you think because you know it's, it's England And we, we probably will be on the back foot c- Could you really see a James Forrest Going in at wing back against a team like England?
13: It's tough because It's just a starting position for me I think naturally A Donald's starting position is going to be further back And yes that's maybe because you've got the threat of whoever's going to be down that that left side. But I think if you've got Forrest, especially when you think about the Dutch game, he was just naturally further forward and then that allows them having to think about us instead of the other way around. And I know what you're saying. I was down there for the 3-2 game when um, Gary Cahill was still looking for Kenny Muller. I just think that we had a goal that day and it was great and we're almost there apart from Ricky Lambert scoring a goal. I just think there's an opportunity there for...
5: Just to get a wee bit of arrogance
13: there and maybe do something about it. They'll expect us to sit back. Like the last call of when we just have
1: a go. I know. Do you think that? Was, do you think that you know you you mentioned that game? It was brilliant. I remember it. That was that was a friendly. Do you think tournament football is different because we know that you know you can imagine the plan to be like, just frustrating. Let's see if we can nick a point. I mean, a point would be brilliant, wouldn't it? I
13: know, but we're rubbish at tournament football, aren't we? Yeah. We have been my last I can I can remember ninety eight, I can remember it. Um but I just think we've got nothing really to lose here, have we? We could still qualify potentially a win against Croatia with three points if we lose it at, um Wembley tomorrow. I don't know.
1: Mm, probably not if we lose heavily though, Hugh, and that might come into the thinking. Again, you know
2: Nothing to lose. Yes, we do have something to lose. Um Imagine the reaction to a going over from England. Um, There'll be people, I mean, we even had one. I know he said he was only doing it in jest, but we one won Monday night. We said Steve Clark should be sacked. Yeah, I mean, I do remember that. And, and I, I think he meant it. He only got a little stage fright when you pulled him up on it. <laughs> uh, and that's the reaction that we have in football now, in this country now. Um, two defeats in a row, mm. and someone will say, Either on Friday
1: night's programme Before we finish Or on Saturday's programme Clark must go I mean to, to be fair David or anyone else Who's mentioning it they're, they're doing it in good faith They're doing it because They think it's their best chance Of getting something They're not doing it
3: Yeah it's not and malicious around no, that. No, no, they, they just feel as if it's a way They can get a result
1: Yeah they, they're not Suggesting it and expecting it to end And us getting a do And although we're saying That's the risk They actually think That's our best way Of, of getting something out of the game
3: Yeah I Listen Having seen Steve Clark Operate over the years I just don't see him Coming out and being gung-ho I just don't see it And uh, I think it would be naive To go that way as well Um, come back to The caller's point uh, About um, James A. Forrest At right wing-back I think it would be great going forward. My only reservation would be defensively because when you're up against the qualities, up against these guys, terrorise very good internationals on their day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel as if that would be a, a bridge too far to play Jamesy tomorrow.
4: I don't think they're going to go insane. I think they're going to be compact, but I think we'll carry a threat. That's what I think. So I don't think, as much as we're saying, oh, I don't think they're going to go gung on that, I still think we'll carry a threat. It's just picking our moments to do that
3: a game plan, is is it? go there and then do it be compact block all the spaces frustrate them and then the try best thing to that can
4: happen is we frustrate them for twenty minutes the fans start getting a bit restless so some of the defenders or centre mid start forcing mm-hmm. passes that aren't on then we get Shea Adams running at a defender which is going to give us a
1: better opportunity I liked the comparison I think it was Simon earlier on and it, it's fairly accurate because we're so familiar here we see Celtic and Rangers come up against teams every week and what will happen is. Every now and then maybe Someone will go go for it Be a yep. bit more and, and, and it might work And then that's the one that sticks in the head And everybody says That's the way you should do it Why, why doesn't everybody <laughs> do that? And then you forget about all the other times When people leave themselves We and get beat 5-6 and 7 nil. And then What is more common is Kilmarnock Or Motherwell Or St Mirren Or however it may be Will be a bit stuffier A bit harder to beat um, They get something But then everybody slaughters it And says ah, it's, you know, it's so negative It's anti-football You should see,
4: you. see for the teams That are dominating possession The most frustrating thing For them Is when you stop them Getting a, a forward pass That is what frustrates them That's what makes them go I'm going next time I'm going quicker I'm going quicker Which then What's leads it?
1: to I they force it And then they make a mistake Any grand plans For watching the game Tomorrow David?
13: No I'm keeping it quiet I had quite a grand plan On Monday Um <laughs> and then just going to keep it quiet tomorrow See what happens And then Can you be back on it again For Tuesday
1: night David see you at 10 o'clock If we've won You will not be keeping it quiet But I like your ambition That was David In West Lothian To round us off Thank you very much uh, We are back of course Tomorrow 6 until 11 What a shift that's going to be um, It'll be lively If it goes well And maybe lively In a different sense If it doesn't So looking forward to that one Make sure you join us We are live down from Scotland HQ At the Drygate Brewery In Glasgow So definitely Looking forward to the occasion. Any final thoughts, Hugh? Any? Go on then. If you were delivering the team talk, heaven help us, what would now, you say? <laughs> I repeat,
2: now is the country's hour of need. Cometh the hour, cometh the man. Will it be Che Adams? Will it be Lyndon Dykes? Will it be John McGinn? Will it be McTominay? But we have to play In the knowledge that we have players like McGinn and McTominay and Robertson and Tierney And Gilmer And we can Within a contained system as Stephen Naismith said We can get something out of
1: Wembley We're going to need some of them to have massive nights Alex Really step up, take the game by the scruff of the neck Find that extra 10%
3: Yeah without doubt I think all the key players that Hugh touches on you, You expect him to perform anyway Gordon I think the other players is what you're looking for Because they have to perform at the top level If you get a lot of them doing that Then we can most certainly get the result we're looking
1: for Stephen, is there a hint of of jealousy Will you be watching on wishing you were part of it Or are you going to be able to enjoy this as a fan
4: I think in the build up there was a bit of Gutted that I'm not ever going to have the chance to make it But then when the first game came around That buzz of actually seeing it And when you're involved in it There's an intensity And in your mind you're constantly focused on it So you can't overly enjoy it Whereas... I'm just enjoying it Hoping we can
1: get a good result Good You and me both uh, Right let's finish this show As we do every night With a Scotland song To get us in the mood uh, We've got Nick Morgan Who's on the line at the moment Nick how's it going? Hi how's doing alright? Good thank you We're about to finish the show With your tune Our moment Which I, I, I see where you're going With the with the title Tell us a little bit About the song How it came about What's gone into it
13: um, I so I actually wrote this song A while back When I was at college It was like in a, a College module And write us Song of Scotland ever qualify for a major tournament again So um, obviously come, I think before they played um, Seb i kind of revisit the song again And decide to finish it off and then release it And reception has been brilliant ever since So uh, I it's, it's great, it's been really good
1: And be honest, did you ever think that you would get the opportunity to, to release it And get it out there or did you think it was just going to stay hidden in the, the hard drive?
12: I just thought I was going
13: to say hidden, to be honest, I just didn't, that's some I'm saying, season 81 against Serbia. it was just madness, you know what I mean, so, and I was, uh, kind of that way, I, I released it before the Server game, just because I think so much work had went into it in that way, yeah, so, I didn't really want to, kind of, have it sit on the hard drive for now, 22 years, so, I thought i will just, kind of, take the chance and release it now, you know what I mean, so, glad they qualified.
1: Absolutely Glad we're there I'm delighted to finish the show with it Thank you to Hugh To Stephen And to Alex Thank you to all the callers It was Simon From Comarnock Who came out the hat For the Retro Scotland Top Thanks to Greaves So well done to Simon Tomorrow How big is this? I cannot wait Make sure you join us Six o'clock tomorrow We're live from Drygate And to finish off Here is Nick Morgan With his tune Our Moment
0: Geville Good play by Geville. And again one. We're a nation of five million. We got history running through our veins.
7: We are famous for our great inventions and engineers who have paved
0: the way. I don't wanna talk about those people. I want to
3: care build my Pippa, heroes Billy Bremer and a Dennis Love Something special that I wish I saw Now we're cheering on a different team Could not be the best we've seen? Scotland, it's our moment
13: Time may show them who we are We're going to the
0: finals Let them hear us from afar We'll take on anybody Whoever it may be I shall wait to glory, and the that we will stay, oh Scotland,
2: you've carried
0: us away, and we'll pray we'll now we need you to take care.
7: And McCleese, Sharjah Game, to Gleese, Jimmy Johnson, McCoys, so we've been spoiled for choice. It's been hard for
3: the fans, we are heads in our hands. All those years of despair, hard to take any mayor. But
0: the starting to change, just for turning a page. Know that bad times are leaving, the stands will be even. There's more to our nation and watching me think. There are haggis and shortbread, the national drink. No, I can't say his name due to copyright rules, but it's orange and blue. And, and it we have Kyle's way me is proud of it, we need, yeah. Tear your eyes up, take your to show our battle, and the rest we be believe, yeah. What's funny, you'll know, go by your bucket, say, like we really just
7: need, yeah. Take it home.